You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. You're listening to us on octalkradio.net, Orange County's only community radio station. All of our shows can be also heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on a radio show. Since, we've, uh, since we started in 2009, uh, it'll be uh, seven years tomorrow, our show has reached over 170,000 listeners with our podcast. Simply type in these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show, into your favorite podcasting software to be a regular listener, listener of our weekly shows. Seth Sternberg, who is CEO and founder of Honor is our guest. You know, it's a, they're a tech-infused offering for adult home care. The people of Honor work together to build Honor for their own parents while building it for their clients as well. As CEO and founder of Honor, a firm which, with a $20 million backing from Silicon's A-listers, I've asked Seth to join us today to share how Honor gives personalized care at real convenience 24-7 and his journey. Seth, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Rick. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. So so tell me a little bit about how you came to use tech-infused aspects within the home care industry. Tell me a little bit about your firm. Yeah, so uh, you know, all the founders, we're all multi-time founders. So we, we've built other companies before, and we knew we wanted to do something, start another company, and we had some requirements. And one of the requirements for a new company was, it had to be something where we could look a human in the eye and know that we're making their life fundamentally better. And so we kind of didn't want to do any more what we call dancing pixel companies. Like, it's cute, pixels change colors, but it doesn't really change the world for the better. And so we were looking for a while for, you know, what is the right thing to work on. And then I went and visited my mother, who, you know, I live in California, but she's back in Connecticut. And she was just driving a little slower than she used to drive. And I just asked her, like, hey, Mom, why are you driving like this? Because she was a total lead foot. Like, I remember as a kid, we'd you know, get stopped by the airplane speed traps. She was so bad. Um, and she just said, well, you know, driving's a little harder than it used to be. And that got me thinking, like, you know, what happens in five years? I don't want to be the son who says, hey, Mom, I'm really sorry, but, you know, you can't live at home anymore. Uh, so we started looking at how we can help our parents remain in their homes as they get older, how we can help them stay independent, you know, stay happy, stay comfortable, um, but stay in their own homes, which, you know, 90% of people want, which is not surprising, of course. And we found, you know, non-medical home care, and it's the product offering today, like the process of getting home care is really pretty painful and hasn't been touched by technology in, in like 20 years. Uh, and so we decided to just remake home care kind of top to bottom, really as a human service, but using technology to make everything better. So, so when did you and your other founders start Honor? Uh, so we start. We thought up the idea probably in like July of 2014, so about you know almost two years ago now. Okay, and, and when? Uh, I'm sorry. Yep. Talk to me about how you're using technology. Uh, to revolutionize and to change this home care market? Yeah, a lot of things. So one real important thing is the needs of your mom and the needs of my mom are very different, right? Like your mom might have high blood pressure and my mom might have diabetes or dementia. 
And then the capabilities of the care professionals, the people who go in to care for our parents, are very different. Um, and you know what? The care professionals might also be like allergic to cats, and your mom might have cats and my mom doesn't. And so getting the perfect match between the needs of your mom and the capabilities of a care professional is really important. And at scale, it's very hard to do by human, by hand, but very easy to do with technology. So that's, that's kind of one piece. Another piece is technology lets us do just be more efficient. Like we can use machine learning, for example, to figure out the best routing for an individual care pro or which care pro has a profile that's most likely to want a certain kind of job. And that efficiency lets us save money. And the money that we save, we actually put back into the care professionals. We pay them much higher than industry average, for example. Um, we build. We spend a lot of our time building tools for them, like you know, here's information on a client profile, or here's a care plan of what you're supposed to do when you're in the home. And these things end up providing much better care, right? Because if you have a care professional who's better paid, then they're in a better place in their own life, and then they can provide better care. Or if they have tools that tell them about the customer before they ever walk in the home, or tell them, hey, here's what, here's where the customer wants their salt, like that leads to a much better care experience. And then there's even stuff that's hidden, like, you know, we do a fair amount of fraud detection because, you know, you, you're having someone come into your home, you want to make sure that, you know, they're, they're a good person. And so, you know, we have active monitoring around fraud. Uh, so the technology does a lot of stuff that makes the service fundamentally better, but it's, I think of it a little bit like a car in the sense that I don't want, you know, our customers to feel like Honor is a tech company. Like our customers are just getting help to remain in their home. The technology kind of lives in the background to just make everything better. So, so that that's a great answer. And I'm talking with Seth Sternberg. He is CEO and founder of Honor. Um, th- that that helps clarify a lot for me because it it sounds like you're using enabling technologies to really create an enhanced business model, but the primary delivery of service for those people that are learning what you're doing is every bit the same as an in-home care specialist who is allowing the elderly to stay in their residence. Is that, am I saying that correctly, Seth? Yep, you've got it perfectly, yep. Okay, so um, why the name? Tell me Mm. Uh, the honor. Great question. So, uh, we thought really long and hard about the right name, and it turns out naming companies is really hard. Um, and as we were thinking about it, uh, one night I just got really frustrated, <laughs> and I just spent hours going through a thesaurus, and I found honor in the thesaurus as I was just going down different word trees. And at first I was thinking to myself, you know, is that right? Because it's, it's a little presumptuous. But honor is what we're doing or we're attempting to do for everyone. We're honoring our parents. We're honoring the care professionals, right? Like, that's super critical. And, you know, as we thought more about it and we tried it on, we even ran some user surveys, uh, honor just felt right. And, you know, now I'm so glad that we did choose the name honor because when I go out and I talk to people about what we're doing, they invariably say or inevitably say to me, Wow, like you know, honor. That's what your company is attempting to do, and, and, and I'm like that's exactly correct. <laughs> so that's why. That's a uh, one of the things that I was thinking too, and I'm talking with Seth Stern, Sternberg. Is you sort of allow the the people to rem, 
to remain honorable as well because they're they're living out their life kind of where they created their life which i think is such a powerful concept having a having been the child of a mother a parent who spent years in a nursing care home because she did have dementia slash alzheimer's and required you know intense care that was one of the hardest moments is having the realization that you have to explain to your parent why they can't live where they raised you as a child yep yep it's really hard and you know it's funny because you could almost say that I, start, I started a company in order to avoid a difficult conversation with my mother five years in the future. <laughs> um, but you really, you know, everyone wants to stay in their home. And if we can, like, if we can affect that, right, if we can change the world so that your mom could actually have remained in her home because honor existed in her market, uh, that would have been magical, right? That would have been a magical experience. Yes. So, so that leads me to another line of questioning, and and I just I just want to pursue it for a minute. We we have a few minutes left here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Seth Sternberg is our guest. He's CEO and founder of Honor. Um, do do you see enabling technologies that could be put into clients' homes that could allow you to enhance the services and the and the value that you're bringing? Is that is that a part of a longer term plan? I'm not asking for anything confidential. I'm just curious. Yeah, no, it's actually something we think about a lot. So, you know, we think a lot about how can you actually reduce the overall cost of home care to the consumer? And enabling technology is like a slip and fall detector um, or sensors can be a part of reducing overall cost because if you could, let's say, have a sensor there when you're sleeping, and if something went wrong while someone was sleeping, you could get or someone needed help while sleeping, and you could get someone to the home in, say, five minutes. So not a medical emergency, but someone just needs help, and then you, you're able to respond to that help pretty quickly. That reduces cost pretty substantially for home care. Um, and there are all sorts of other things we've, you know, we've been looking at around reducing cost. You know, one of the big things is, is when we launched, we dropped the minimum service time from four hours, which most agencies require four hours of time down to just one hour visits. And so we're all about making home care just easy, you know, convenient, super, super high quality. Because if you, if you, you know, quality is the most important thing. That's why we put so much emphasis on, on the care professionals. But if we can make it much more convenient and easy to get home care and more affordable, uh, I think we're just doing more good for the world. I agree. We're talking with Seth Sternberg about his company that he co-founded, Honor. He is now the CEO of, of that firm. Um, you mentioned how how you as a son played into the creation of this business. I'm wondering, uh, you know, you're, you're a serial entrepreneur. How, how have you been impacted on this firm based on your previous experience as chief executive and leaders of other technology companies, Seth? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so... I was just explaining to someone actually on an airplane ride I was on last night that, you know, I'm, in my old, in my first startup, uh, which, you know, that got pretty large and Google bought that company about three years ago, I did not know where to focus my time, right? It's like you're going through it the first time and everything seems really important. Like, should I take that meeting? Should I go to that networking event? How about that dinner? You know, do I need to focus on this pixel or that policy? And I didn't have a great way to judge. 
And what's so great about doing a startup the second time around is all these things, all these lessons from the first one, you kind of take and apply to the second one, and you're so much more efficient with your time. And that leads, I think, to just much faster and much better execution because you, you know where to focus. And for a startup, focus is everything, right? Without focus, you just you, it does not work. Uh, so that's probably the biggest thing is where to actually spend time to get the best outcomes ultimately for our users. And I think that is that's such a great answer. Thank you for that, Seth. And, and I think that's critically important for early-stage companies who have such a huge market like Honor does because you can really get lost in tributaries and rabbit holes and not be able to capitalize on the, on the, on the size of the market. You know, my experience is the bigger the market, the harder it is for an entrepreneur to really get noticed in it. So I'm sure for you, a disciplined approach to, to making a dent in this industry requires a lot of your focus because you're probably getting a lot of uh, distracted interest in your brand that maybe isn't important or appropriate at this point. Is, is that a fair assessment, Seth? Uh, that's exactly right. You know, it's funny because the first company, my first company, Mebo, we launched and we got a lot of user traffic right away and that produced a lot of inbound and I took it all, right? And on Honor, we've been very fortunate that, you know, people have become aware of Honor reasonably quickly, uh, which is fantastic, but it can be very distracting. And just knowing what opportunities to pursue and which opportunities are unlikely to produce Results, which result in a better product, uh, is is frankly a big part of the battle. I think early success can be sometimes a CEO's biggest weakness because um, it, it can it can lead to sort of bad decision making. You know, you really have to be disciplined. It's almost harder to be disciplined when things are going really well early than if you have to fight for that. I think in the early days. Well, I'll tell you, there's this known thing in uh, startups, which is this phenomenon where a second-time founder is able to raise a lot of money, right, because they have a track record. Like, you know, we raised $20 million before we launched. And, you know, my last company, we didn't raise any money until after we had a lot of users. <laughs> and, you know, Mark Andreessen, our, our, who's our main investor, he's, he's the person who uh, built Netscape, right? Sure. So, and he did Mosaic, the first web browser. and. You know, Mark reminds me again and again. He's like, "Don't be the second-time entrepreneur that spends all his money." Right? <laughs> so, you you got a lot of money. Don't spend it. <laughs> well, this is great, Seth. If someone would like to learn more about your brand, how do they find Honor online? Yeah, so they can either go to joinhonor.com, or they can go to the uh, Apple App Store, the iOS App Store, and just download our app. I really want to thank you for your time here on Critical Mass Radio Show today, Seth. And uh, I want to thank you for what you're doing to make a difference in the world. I think it's important, and I'm glad to see that we're honoring um, our parents and the previous generation in the right way. And it, I've thoroughly enjoyed learning about your firm and your background. Thank you for your time today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Rick. Really appreciate it. Good day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. If you'd like to uh, listen to the archives, go to iTunes or one of the other podcasting software and type in Critical Mass Radio Show. I want to thank our advertisers, Center Club, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, SunUp Group, and Tea & Company. Our engineer for today's show is none other than Paul Roberts, who was, coincidentally, my first guest seven years ago 
on Critical Mass Radio Show. Huh? That's a Trivial Pursuit answer to a question, maybe at some point in the future. Our producer is Joan Park, and I'm your host, obviously, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about our radio show or our CEO peer groups or the other things that we do here in Critical Mass, check us out at Critical Mass 4, which is spelled F-O-R, business.com. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.